Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the legendary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be here to help you be the best version of you that you can be. I'm glad you're here, so let's get to it. Hey everybody, it's Johnny King, and I'm here with my amazing friend, Traver Baum. Hey guys. And uh, we're in his awesome house. Mm-hmm. Golden, Golden, Colorado. Golden, Colorado. So we're neighbors, which is awesome, and it's very, very cool to have crossed paths with him. He's doing mm-hmm. some incredible things. He's been coaching uh, men for quite mm-hmm. a while. A little while now. Four or five years? Yeah, on and off. Like, yeah. start, mostly, I started in like mm-hmm. a fitness and health fashion, and then went into working with men going through transitions, so divorce and loss. And now just in every performance executive and really teaching a new paradigm of masculinity. Cool. cool. That's the main, that's what I love doing. Cool. So as you can see, you know, if you're a fan of mine or a fan of his, we actually have a lot in common in that sense, a lot of our a common interests and passions about supporting men. We've mm-hmm. been through some shit. Yeah. Each yeah, of us, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> as a lot of guys that we work with or, you know, cross paths with have gone through as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I just thought I'd interview him about some questions that commonly come up and sure. his work and his story and everything else so let's jump into it right, i'd love to hear just a little bit more about your story <clears throat> how you got to golden colorado how you got mm. into the work that you're doing sure um, yeah if you can. so quick and dirty yeah. uh i met i met johnny through his sister i used to own a crossfit gym in santa barbara and the santa barbara chapter is in the hero's journey it's like the background setting it's yeah. like the status quo yeah Owned a gym, was married, had an acupuncture studio, living the dream, and then boom. uh, Lost the marriage, lost the business, or sold the business, and realized that I got kicked onto a much deeper journey. Mm. As opposed to checking those outer societal boxes, Mm -hmm. which I was like, man, these are all checked, and I'm still relatively miserable. Mm. Fuck, what do we do now? Uh, It sent me on this three or four year odyssey of self-discovery, of workshops, of uh, all kinds of diving into myself. I felt like I had to answer two questions at that point. Who am I? Which was like, geez, I'm 39 years old, might want to figure this out. Who am I as a man? And those two, Johnny, became the, the backdrop of so much introspection, interviews, talking to people, lessons, books, yeah. you name it, yeah. of like, okay, I'm going to figure this stuff out. Yeah. Or I'm going to play in this <clears throat> arena yeah. as opposed to actually figuring it out. And it just took me on a ride. And uh, I wrote a book about divorce afterwards and had guys start contacting me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, for most of my career, my clientele was female. Yeah. Like, I want to lose weight, come to me. Yeah. Right? My shoulder hurts, acupuncture is a very feminine medicine, mm-hmm. come to me. Mm-hmm. Like, why are guys coming to me? And what was fascinating was I could see their situations from a lens of, oh, you have an issue with your masculinity. You have an issue with leadership. Mm. You have an issue with integrity. You have an issue with grounding of boundaries of very common, let's just call it overarching frames of of masculinity. You're terrified of your sexuality. Mm -hmm. You're terrified of money. You won't fuck your wife. Mm-hmm. You're, you're afraid to even ask for your needs to be met. And so I started working guys through this program and got incredible results. And was like, what if I extended this out to people who aren't getting divorced? Because mm-hmm. we've gotten divorced mm-hmm. and it's, it's a unique time of your life. It's a great time to, to do work. <laughs> but what if, we, what if I got a hold of guys before that? Right. So they don't have to go down those roads, right? Which like the... Basically, I think we, we both teach what we needed <laughs> 10 years ago, yeah, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah, right. so that's how I got into it. Very, very cool. Thank you. I want to know more about, like, what was your childhood like? Because for me, a lot of it is stemming out of yeah. my lack of male mentorship. Yeah. And without having really a father there, how did that play into kind of the hero's journey of... Yeah, know, it's a great question. Um <laughs> My childhood was, like my mom was uh, a feminist. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she had a lot of appreciation for the masculine. Mm-hmm. My dad was a heavy worker. Mm-hmm. Drank a lot, but not to excess. He was really numb. 
So I grew up in a very angry house, okay. a very emotionally shut down house. I think the most common phrase I heard growing up was end of discussion, mm. which meant like I brought something up or my sisters brought something up that didn't want to be talked about squash. Yeah, yeah. And we learned numb it, yeah. right? Drink it, yeah. uh, yell at it, mm. scream it, slam doors, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I came out of that having no emotional intelligence. Right having no communication around uh, emotion <clears throat> and just going blank numb yeah. or like deer in the headlights anytime there was high emotion. Because yeah. I I'd, I'd watched it go from zero to 120 <clears throat> mm -hmm. so quickly so many times. Right. That I was like, if this was getting uncomfortable, I'm gone. My body, I'm out of my body and elsewhere and just kind of staring at it. Yeah. Uh, and so that was the pattern in all of my relationships. And super codependent because of all the abandonment issues from the emotional not being there. Yeah. So I was dead sure every relationship was going to leave. Mm. And so now what do I do to make sure they don't leave? Over this, over that, covert contract, not ask for what I want. Yeah. I don't have needs. Yeah. Just don't leave. That's yeah. my only need, which is just a setup for disaster. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that played right out in my range. <clears throat> right. The very thing that probably turns off chemistry. Yeah, the, the one thing. The yeah. super neediness the lack of honesty, yeah. the lack of authenticity, <clears throat> right. the like inability to hold any kind of space for an emotional conversation. Right. Intimacy means if you if you see me, I, you're gonna leave. Right. So let me duck, dive, chameleon, hide, mm -hmm. create personas, not be honest, mm -hmm. and just try to work, mm -hmm. work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. As long as I got that box covered, yeah. as long as I'm kind of providing or showing purpose, and doing everything that you want without having my own needs, you'll right, stay. Right. Which is terrible. Was that similar to, I mean, the working part was similar to what your dad was modeling. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad worked at, he still works. I think he retired for like, he retired and then three days later was doing people's taxes for free. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. maybe you go fishing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and still to this day works. <clears throat> Volunteers, uh, he got, he's, he's working for like, um, a biotech company and he finally was like well i told him they could pay me a dollar a year <laughs> basically like let me come here and work purpose right some yeah. kind of purpose yeah. and get out of the house yeah. and yeah. yeah 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 some type of contribution some kind of contribution so were you was it then just a lot in your household it was just either zero or a hundred it was either like numbness or blowing up yeah anger. yeah nothing really in between nothing in really in like, between let's process no no no, no how we're no, feeling no, no, there's none of that yeah interesting yeah, almost. There's no emotional intelligence whatsoever. Yeah. A really discussion around emotion or, are you sad? Come tell me about it. Yeah. It was, here's why this shouldn't happen, why we don't want to have this conversation, unless it's angry. Right. So I remember being the angriest because the, whoever was the angriest was getting the attention. Mm. Or whoever was the angriest would get listened to. Yeah. That's how you, you want attention or you want to have a conversation, flip the kitchen <clears throat> table. Right. All of a sudden, everybody listens. Yeah. Oh, huh. Okay, I can yeah. figure this out. Yeah, yeah. I can see how that doesn't play out well. In no, it's just not, it's not really that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe for a motivational speak, speak yeah. in the middle at halftime on a football work. team. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Not surprising, I guess. Would you say then that your divorce was a catalyst of like, oh, this is not working, or was there something else? Was it like a gradual process of like, okay, it was, was a it, divorce. Was there a yeah. A come to Jesus, like a, an awakening. Yeah, a complete come to Jesus of, I don't ever want to get here again. Yeah. And just some kind of intuitive insight that this is the byproduct mm -hmm. of all the work that wasn't done beforehand. Mm -hmm. And so if I don't, if I don't want to be back here two years from now, yeah. I have to go back and do all that work. Mm -hmm and learn both the new skills, mm -hmm. like the actual communicative skills, mm -hmm. have an understanding of what are emotions? How do I, do I, can I feel them? Right. Oh, that's what sadness feels like. Yeah. This is what frustration feels like. In addition to just the skill of having a, a conscious communication, of asking questions, of being okay with someone saying, I'm upset, <clears throat> and me not being like, well, that's really stupid. Here are all the reasons why you shouldn't be upset. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Just listening again, holding space is such a ubiquitous term. Yeah. But learning that skill. Yeah. Learning all the skills. Yeah. What are the love languages? Right. Right. Is it okay for me to have needs? 
oh shit, how do I ask for those? Mm -hmm. Am I okay? Like my, I think my hand was shaking the first time I asked for something because it was in my head, do this, they leave, they leave, you die. Right. So, oh wow, I can make that connection. I don't want to die. Right. I won't ask for that. Right. So the divorce was the ultimate uh, come to Jesus moment. Yeah. It's interesting because I think... <clears throat> If any, if any guys are watching this video and, and, you know, resonate with any of it, but also maybe hearing a lot of things that we're talking about that are going over their head. Right, right, right. It's because it's like, it'd be like me stepping into the gym for the first time, which at one point I did. Yeah. And, and not being able to do a pull-up. Right. Or, or bench press 95 pounds. I couldn't right. do anything. Right. And I'm looking at, like, the freaking huge <clears throat> dudes over there and, like... Like, I would never be able to even hang with them. Yeah. Because they just have been in there so long. And I kind of think that similarly... Yeah, since my divorce in 2010, yeah, nine years nine ago, years. like it's just been massive. Yeah, pouring into myself, and, <clears throat> and it's just like getting stronger and stronger. Our emotional fitness. Yeah, exactly. Where I remember, I've told girlfriends since then that I've dated that like, you should have seen me back then. Oh I, yeah, I could yeah. not even speak what I was feeling. I, did, yeah. I couldn't even connect with what I was feeling. All I knew was that I was overwhelmed, right, or frustrated, yeah, or angry or numb, yeah. You know, it was like, how was your day? Good. Good. Great. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that there wasn't a whole lot of connection there in, in my right. marriage. Right, right, you right, know? right. Like I, I left her emotionally starving. Right. You know, and I get that, and I own up to that. Yeah. However, it's it's not on her. It's not no so much on me. It's just that I didn't have the. You just didn't have it. The upbringing. Or right. The, I, you just didn't the growth have it. And the, the mentorship. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's. There's some to this that if you're watching this, like if you're resonating with any of it, it's you need to start to forgive yourself a little bit yeah. and give yourself some grace that like, yeah, yeah, if you're if you're not physically fit, yeah, you can't blame anyone, no, but other than just taking action, yeah. And if you're watching this, I think that's a good place to start. So yeah, I, I use the example of I would go back and look at my white belt tournament matches in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> And be like, how the fuck could I, like, the move, I can see the move coming yeah. from a mile away. Yeah. Here I am, nine years, ten years later, being like, what was I thinking? But I needed to lose that match to learn about how to defend that move. And now go, hey, we don't go back and look at our old matches with the same set of eyes. Yeah. Right? Intimacy is the currency of building a foundation of relationship. Mm -hmm. If you can't create that, mm -hmm. and you just don't know how. You don't have the skill, then how are you supposed to do it? Yeah. And so if you don't do it, go learn the skill. Yeah. Right? That's also on us to say, huh, 80% of divorces are female led. That either means women have a wild expectation that's not being met, which perhaps, or we are woefully unprepared on how to live in the relationship domain. Yeah. And maybe somewhere in the middle yeah. is where the truth lies. And men are just now starting to wake up to do that work yeah. before they end up divorced, left, heartbroken, mm -hmm. devastated, financially ruined, paying child support, mm -hmm. all the things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you're listening, take the heat of the call too. Of, yeah. Shit, you, you and I just didn't go nine years of hanging out <laughs> right. or four years of hanging out. It was a deep dive into this subject, All no in. different than yeah. fitness yeah. or jujitsu or something where if you went, hey, there's guys that show up once a month and they fuck around for an hour and they leave yeah. and they're guys that are here doing two a days yeah. for four years. Yeah. Who's going to be where on the, right. the progress scale? Right. right. Yeah. I think for, and I'll at least speak for myself, for someone who's who is codependent, mm -hmm. a, a female woman fuck. pleaser, yep. yes man, Check to, to yep. lose love yeah. was the worst pain I've ever felt. Mm -hmm. Way worse than losing uh, a game mm -hmm. or a match or not being able to you know, mm -hmm. pump out some weight. Um, and I think that's what drives me. But in, in that regard for you, what do you feel like having come out of all this, uh, <laughs> out of the ashes, yeah. what's the... The part of this that you're most passionate about in, in the work that you do with, with mm, your clients. I, I want guys to know that this isn't magic, right? People are like, oh, you're so lucky you understand this. I'm like, no, I read the books. Yeah. I went to the workshops. Yeah. I sat across from guys and practiced this. Yeah. I sat across from women and practiced this. Mm -hmm. I went and hired coaches, mm -hmm. hired specialists, hired an, Johnny, an intimacy coach. Mm -hmm. Like the first year after my divorce. A dude who like, he was, uh, 
his name is Michael Russer. He's a great TED talk. Mm -hmm. He had um, prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. So he's like, literally, there is, I will never get an erection. You can take straight Viagra, pump it straight into my dick. I did like physio, it's just never gonna happen. So I had to learn how to be intimate this way mm. as opposed to just that way. Mm -hmm. And like I hired that guy mm. and was, I reached out, I was like, hey, this is an odd question. Do you ever just work with people? Like that much willingness. <clears throat> and he taught me things. He didn't just like sprinkle like fairy dust over my head. He was like, all right, cool. We're gonna have a conversation then we're gonna practice this. Yeah. And I was like, this conversation's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do it anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there was all of that. So I'm most passionate about the light bulb moment yeah. with guys. Yeah. I spent the weekend with 14 guys in BC, in British Columbia, and so many of them said, I don't, I don't know what an emotion feels like. Oh. I'm like, well, how, describe sadness to me. Where do you feel sadness in your body? Think about a time when you were really, really sad. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, my, my dog died when I was 10. Mm -hmm. Where do you feel that? I feel a bit in my stomach, I feel it a bit in my heart. Okay, that's sadness. Mm -hmm. When you're angry, most likely that's the feeling that wants to come up mm -hmm. and you don't like it. Mm -hmm. So you're like, push that down, pull the angry card, yeah. punch a hole in the wall. And now your wife's upset that there's a hole in the wall <laughs> and thinks you have an anger problem when you have a sadness problem. Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, you literally watch them like, yeah. oh, they get all excited. Like, I'm sad. I'm really sad. You're like, good. Let's, yeah. let's move on. Yeah. Let's talk about frustration. Let's talk about jealousy. Let's yeah. talk about etc. Yeah. So I'm excited to take what what was all of these complex subjects that I learned and distill them down in ways that I can go, dude, this is sadness. Mm -hmm. Go learn it. <clears throat> I think that's the the power of I would imagine working with someone like you, which is like taking your decade of learning, right? Yeah. And and distilling it down into that uh, weeks or if not months of, you know, yeah. pure yeah. raw coaching that you can help someone kind of yeah. navigate through the stuff that they're going through rather yeah, than Yeah, my, my course is like uh it's a three month boot camp. Yeah. So I tell them like you're gonna be drinking out of a fire hose. Yeah. But when you walk out of it twelve weeks later, you will be radically different. Yeah. And then for the rest of the year your job is to integrate mm -hmm. and practice and fuck up. Mm -hmm. And then have your wins. Mm -hmm. Just like if you were to take someone in the gym. Like, hey, this is machine does this. This is what benching does. Activates these muscles. Mm -hmm. This is your aerobic system. This is your anaerobic system. Mm -hmm. You got all that? Like, I think I got it. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> go lift for a year. Yeah. Go run, go mix work, do CrossFit, do some other stuff, do yeah. some yoga. Yeah. Oh, now you see what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 So maybe this answers my next question, which sure. is like, what part of it, of your work is the most fulfilling? It's the phone calls and the, I, I literally had a guy message me yesterday saying, I had sex with my wife four times last week. That's more than we had all of last year. And I'm like, cool, I'm not interested in friction. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in everything that that means. Mm -hmm. How did you go to work that day? Mm -hmm. How are you with your kids that week? Mm -hmm. How are you as a boss? Right. How are you as a guy driving in traffic right. who may get cut off Right. who three weeks ago may have pulled a gun out and shot someone. Yeah. How is your wife? Yeah. How is her experience in the office? Yeah. How is her experience as a mother? So it's, it's the wins, man. It's the, it's the messages that are like, people stop me and ask me what I'm doing. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. People want to know why they feel so comfortable around me now when they didn't. Yeah. It's, it's that stuff. And I love the ripple effect mm -hmm. that we'll never know about. Mm -hmm. Just like when you get someone in shape, you know that like their kids, their grandkids, yeah. the neighbor, yeah. like all these people suddenly get in shape around them. <laughs> so that's really it is, is the effect that I get to have on the world. Which is, it sounds like you're really fundamentally changing their way of being. Yeah. Because right? it changes everything. Right. Because right? they interact with the world as a man. Mm-hmm. So if you change their understanding, and I call it like a rewiring of their DNA, mm -hmm. then every interaction is different. Mm -hmm. And then every interaction that that person is then different because they've interacted with you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm after. I think that's cool. And that's, I think, what I was alluding to earlier, which is like, 
if you were to take the the younger versions of us prior to our yeah. divorces to have us sit down and talk like this, there probably wouldn't be a whole lot of talking. No. <laughs> there, there wouldn't be a whole lot of conversation because I don't think, at least for myself, I couldn't articulate what I was feeling like we talked about earlier. And no. now to to see, and I hope, what I mean, whether you're a male or female watching this, yeah. to see that there is hope. <laughs> yeah, for, there's so much hope. For growth and right. for... Yeah, right, that type of contribution to a, a greater good, I think, is yeah, and to great inspiring. relationship, yeah, right, and how that that affects how you make money, mm-hmm. it affects how you go to the gym, it affects your kids, it affects your spouse, mm-hmm. it affects your parents, it affects your relationship. We're in relationship with so many people, and if we're the focal point of that relationship, and we change that focal point, yeah. then think of the spiral and the. Uh, the sp- like the spokes of the wheel that get affected too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Thanks. Yeah, I love that. How have you found your own journey affecting, <clears throat> you know, obviously we can talk about, you know, the wins of your clients, but let's talk just about your own, mm-hmm. your own journey. How have you noticed your way of being shifting your mm-hmm. relationships, your health, mm-hmm. your business, your lifestyle, if you will. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Uh, the ability, Ability to now stand up on any platform mm-hmm. and speak what I believe is truth. Mm-hmm. The ability to express myself fully mm-hmm. with no fear that somehow there's going to be some line drawn back to something that I don't want someone to know because mm-hmm. I'm living out of integrity. Mm-hmm. It's changed everything. Mm-hmm. How I interact with, how I get up in the morning, yeah. my own sense of inner peace, inner joy, but mostly, John, like I've written two books, I've done two TED Talks. I've started courses. I've been on hundreds of interviews. Mm-hmm. And it's this desire and pleasure to express mm-hmm. that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I remember a woman, uh, when I was leaving my business, I actually interviewed her to see if she wanted to be a member. And I said, hey, I just got to tell you, like, I'm not going to be here for very long. I just, mm-hmm. I'm getting divorced. Mm-hmm. And she emailed me that night and said, I just want you to know there were so many ways I couldn't express myself prior to my divorce that I can now. Mm. And even though it's going to suck, it's all worth it in the mm. end. Mm. And so I can't think of a way that like I walk down the street as a, as whole as I can be of right. a man, right. right. Of uncivilized man of every way I look at the world and the potential and who I can interact with and the people that I'm interacting with, mm-hmm. the conversations, the amount of intimacy just over kombucha, yeah. right. As opposed to before where it would have been five beers football yeah. and like an insignificant you're like yeah i met this dude for for some beers right it was cool right now it's like fuck that was so impactful yeah yeah so every way every possible way do you feel like you've <laughs> have you lost patience at all for the small talk and the you know the surface layer yeah connection i can do it people? right like i notice it i think i notice it with a curiosity of is this all you have yeah are you not willing to go below? Yeah. Is it scary to go below? Yeah. Or maybe is it just okay for now to start here? Right. But yes, it doesn't turn me on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Amen. So, yeah. What do you feel like then is your, through all this, do you, would you say your life's mission is? My mission is to change the way a million men express their masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like combining the primal masculine and the divine. Period, fucking period. Mm-hmm. When I hit that, I'll double it. Mm-hmm. And then who knows if I'll go on to do something else. Yeah. But like that is why I get up in the morning. Uh, that is why I'm doing this interview. It's yeah. why I'm, we, every conversation, everything that I do. Yeah. That's it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. How okay. would you define modern masculinity? Like the way it is now? Yeah. Or how, how either the way it is now and how you'd like to see it sure. shaped? Sure. However you want to approach that question. Sure. I think right now what I see is the shadow side of the primal masculine, meaning like leadership without a heart is tyranny, whether that's in a relationship, Mm -hmm. whether that's our president, Mm -hmm. whether that's our foreign policy, Mm -hmm. whether that's the police department actions, whether that's racism, whether it's sexism, whether it's me too. Mm -hmm. We see a lot of that. And then the shadow aspect of the divine, which is a very feminized masculinity mm-hmm. where, oh, it's don't, don't point little kids going, like getting suspended for making like finger guns. Yeah. It's this fear of anything masculine. Right. 
And I think that is, those two are playing off of each other. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's really polarized into good and bad. <clears throat> good is the feminized version because it's safe and it's not scary. Mm -hmm. Even though it's fucking insidious mm -hmm. and it's brutally dangerous. It's mm -hmm. just, it's the wolf in sheep's clothing. Right. And then the other side, we have the, the wolf who's just like jacked up on steroids and effing everybody up yeah. and in the middle we have a lot of people who are good men good fathers good husbands yeah. Yeah. but they're disconnected from the fact that they're masculine right they just haven't <clears throat> either done something bad mm -hmm. which makes them think about it or haven't had something done to them or had their life fall apart mm -hmm. because they were trying to be something other than them mm -hmm. but yet when i say there's this middle ground we also have addiction rates, mm -hmm. we have pornography use, mm -hmm. we have diabetes, heart disease, suicide rates, yeah. all of which are climbing at exponential rates. Mm -hmm. So man, maybe even that middle group isn't doing that well either. Yeah. Yeah. So I think <clears throat> I see the, the shadow side of both yeah. as opposed to the integration and the wholeness of, of, of the light side of both. Right. right. I'm a huge proponent, my whole idea of what is masculinity or what do I want it to be? My version, that uncivilized version is a celebration of the primal mm -hmm. of what is great about traditional masculinity, mm -hmm. right? What is great about it? Leadership's fucking amazing. Like men being strong. We need men to fight fires. We mean, need men to stand on walls with guns. Yeah. We need that. Mm -hmm. Let's celebrate that as opposed to like, all of that's bad and dangerous, yeah. but let's mix in a huge amount of consciousness yeah. let's actually engage in our hearts in this activity mm -hmm. i think a big part of the standard common masculinity that we see is heartless mm -hmm. meaning guys aren't connected with right. here Correct. we live from here up <clears throat> right. monday through friday right. and from the waist down on weekends right and that's your that's modern masculinity right right, right. And I think you started to touch upon my next question, which was like, how would you define toxic masculinity? But I feel like you were already getting into like just the shadow sides of the primal yeah. and the divine. Yeah. Would you say that kind of fits yeah, into toxic? I, I don't use the term. I don't either. I think toxic masculinity of... is uh, a societal construct of shaming yeah. poor behavior, mostly done by men. Mm -hmm. So if we take that same behavior and we have women do it, we don't call it toxic masculinity. We call it murder. Mm -hmm. We call it child abuse. Mm -hmm. We call it addiction. Mm -hmm. We call it something else. So I understand the concept, obviously. I understand where it comes from. Yeah. But I think we see a lot of shaming, like real men X. Mm -hmm. Okay, you just use shame. Mm -hmm. Real men don't X. Okay, we just use shame again. Yeah. We're trying to shame men by and control their behavior yeah through shame <clears throat> right so i see a lot of poor behavior mm -hmm. a lot of it done by men yep. i see a lot of poor behavior by women mm -hmm. but if we stick to the male side i see an epidemic of unexpressed pain mm -hmm. coming out unskillfully yeah hear that if you're listening to this if you're drinking fighting fucking unskillfully doing drugs killing yourself hurting yourself with health yeah. there is an unexpressed pain in you that's like seeping out sideways and coming out in a different way right. I look at pain like uh, like if we look in the sidewalk out there if there's a crack in the sidewalk mm -hmm. there's a weed that comes through mm -hmm. that's pain mm -hmm. it's like hmm where can I get out here yeah oh porn yeah oh alcohol yeah oh your secretary yeah some way that's unskillful correct yeah, yeah. so I would if we're gonna use the term it's the unskillful <laughs> application of pain management. Correct. That's what toxic masculinity is. Yeah, yeah. And it's certainly a relevant buzzword. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I don't refer to it a whole lot either. I just, you know, I hear it and see it mm -hmm. and, and comes up with it being that Gillette, you know, yeah. type of conversation, yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. But I do feel like you touched upon, you know, I, I, fit, I fit in that area, like you said, between uh, just the nice guy, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and never having done anything mm -hmm. really that wrong and right. nothing, you know. But I was just kind of hoping that that behavior would be rewarded at some point. Right. When someone just noticed that I'm a nice guy. Right. And then you wonder why you just keep losing right. day after day after day and it kind of chips away at your self-esteem. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I do feel like, I, you know, again, I just think my 
my failed relationship meant divorce is the yeah. best thing that ever happened to me. And it's such a blessing. It's a yes and. It's like, God, I wish that never happened. Correct. And God, I'm so thankful. Yeah. Let's say, say this. I'm so thankful that I used it in the way that I did. Yeah. Because think of how many men, first of all, uh, divorce or breakup is the number one reasoning behind male suicide. Mm. So a lot of guys are getting divorced and not going, yeah. oh my God, yeah. huge opportunity. Yeah. Right? I quit drinking the day my ex-wife left, quit smoking dope, quit looking at porn, yeah. went to therapy that day. Yeah. I was like on the phone with a therapist after like, hey, I need help. Yeah. Like, I think this isn't gonna be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have a 400 pound deadlift, it's not gonna help. <laughs> yeah. I really need some help yeah. here. Yeah. Can yeah. you help me? Yeah. And I think if guys could use that yeah. and go, I wrote a whole book about this. Yeah. How do you use the pain of your divorce <laughs> or heartbreak to change yeah. your life. Yeah. Oh wow, this is suddenly fuel. I'm angry, I'm upset. Take a look at your life. Take a look at all the things that you wanna change or you could change so that the vision that you're waking up to is radically different than the one you're waking up to now. Mm -hmm. Then get your fucking ass to work, <clears throat> Yeah. right? Start yeah. using this male thing that we supposedly all have of like, yeah, I'm gonna go do some shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go do some shit. Mm -hmm. Get to work, mm -hmm. show some initiative, mm -hmm. yeah. You just sparked so many different memories for me that I remember going to, you know, one time couples marriage yeah. counseling by yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, by uh, yourself? Yeah. She's like, this is couples therapy. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. She, she didn't want to come. Wow. She was like, well, there's not a whole lot we can do. I was right. like, yeah, shoot. Um, it was too, it was too little, too, too late. late. Yeah. I was reading Five Love Languages, Rabbit right. of Honesty, Men from Mars, One from Me. I'm just starting to get into. Oh, this is what I was doing. Right. I mean, it was just too little too late, you yeah. know. But yeah, I agree. I think the the choice, and again, if you're watching this and you're kind of in one of those, you know, the, the fork in the road. Yeah. You have a choice. And that's kind of what we talked about when we talked about years ago on that phone call, which is like, yeah. you had that choice to either be a victim yeah. or a victor. Like, how yeah. are you going to respond to this? Do you remember the sentence? Uh, you, you've said it before, and, yeah. I, and I can't I kind of say it for verbatim. So but. I called Johnny a week after my ex-wife walked out, and you said this. And literally, I'm sitting at this table with my whole movement, with books. With, I said this in the TED Talk. Mm -hmm. It's in the very first chapter of my book. It's the heading. And Johnny said this. It was, God bless you. Like, God fucking bless you. <laughs> this is going to be the worst year of your life. Or this is going to be the best year of your life. Either way, this is gonna be the hardest. Mm -hmm. So you have some decisions to make. Mm -hmm. That sentence, best year, worst year, here was the given. Mm -hmm. This is what was really, you were one of the first honest people. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was like, oh, it's gonna be amazing. You're gonna grow so much. <laughs> you were like, hardest year of your life, bro. Welcome to it, like buckle up. What's for me? It was the most brutal year of worst, my life. Worst year of my life. Worst right? year and best year. Yeah. Cause there, that moment though, I was like, wait a minute. He's telling me it's my choice. Yeah. Here's what's not my choice, that it's going to be the hardest. Yeah. And who gets to, oh, you have some decisions to make. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I remember that night being like, all right, let's get to work. Yeah. And making a list of like, all right, I'm not good at communicating. Mm -hmm. I have some addiction issues. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, I'm not good at expressing my pain. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to ask for my needs to be met. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of irresponsible with money. Mm -hmm. It was just like list, 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 mm -hmm. list, list. Okay, what do I do about this? Yeah. And I think, again, it's... It, <laughs> Everyone has their varying, you know, talents and yeah. things like that. You know, I think myself or other guys might be in a similar situation, but like not even knowing where to begin. Yeah. And I would say that's where you hire a coach yeah. like Traver. Like you're going to, you're going to just, it's either time or money. You're either going to give up time, yeah. you know, of your entire life, you know, to figure it out on your own, which we both have kind of done, yeah. but also money, but you can hire someone such yeah. as yourself to help, you know, Again, condense yeah. years of struggle yeah. to weeks of or months of success, yeah. you know, so that you can really change your trajectory of your life by getting asked the right questions. Because I don't, I don't know for you, but for me at least in my coaching, it's just it's just asking quality questions for them to yeah. draw out what's already within them, which is the answers. They just don't know necessarily how to, to tap into them. Right? Yeah, it's not about a coach for me telling you how you should live your life. Because who no. am I to tell you what your no, values are? No, it's great questions. Reframes. Yeah. I, one of the questions that uh, an early coach would ask me off over and over is, "Is that really true?" Yeah. And I was like, 
yeah, it's true. Here's the, here is like, well, what if we looked at it this way? Yeah. Is it still true? Yeah. It's like, oh shit. If that's not true yeah. and I'm fully attached to that story, yeah. what if I changed it and became fully attached to this story? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now we're hitting on some stuff. Right. Right. And getting just some really unique exercises. Yeah. Go do this. I remember shooting a video early on, like sitting in front of my computer crying mm. and being like, you, it's 2019. This, these are all these amazing things have happened. Mm -hmm. Like, hang on, bro. <laughs> like, this is me from the future. I still have it. That's awesome. uh, and so much of that freakily did come true. That's cool. And I don't want people listening to this to then go, oh, I'm getting divorced. All I need is a to-do list and a video camera, then <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah. There were also weeks and months of like, I'm gonna go lie on the couch, yeah. I'm gonna cry. Yeah. I think you were the, you told me uh, a week from now, you're gonna feel good for 30 seconds. Yeah. And then another week's gonna go by. Yeah. And then you may feel good for 60 seconds. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, fuck. <laughs> Second of all, thank you. Yeah. Cause I remember when it did, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay anymore. Yeah. But man, if I could be okay for, <laughs> if I could be okay for those 30 seconds, yeah. it's not impossible. Yeah. I can now replicate that. But yeah, yeah just so you all know too, this wasn't like a, like a Tony Robbins no. seminar and then all the pain of divorce is gone. I mean, yeah, I just remembered. And, and I think that's where obviously it was coming from because I remember I was gauging good minutes. Yeah. Like I was just, I was right? just keeping track of good minutes. Like, you know what? I had about five minutes today where yeah. I wasn't like in tears or yeah. I wasn't depressed yeah. or I never use the word depressed, but I just wasn't like in my shit. Right. Just and then it. I remember being like, that was an hour. I had an hour this week. Yeah. Of, but like <laughs> over months, right. I finally like, you know, what? I had one good week and then it was right. two good, or one good day and two good days. And it's yeah. just amazing how when you're in it, it feels like such a slog. It's oh, just like you're, it'll never end. You're, you're just walking through concrete that's hardening, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, or but you then, have a good day and then two bad days. Yeah. And like, what happened to the yeah, good? Yeah. It's not a linear process. Yeah. Well, and it was the same thing for me in terms of entrepreneurship. Like starting my business, starting my gym, right? Like I, I literally would have one good day or one good two-hour productive day. Yeah. And then three days of wasted just watching yeah. ESPN, yeah. Oprah, like right. mindless. Like right. How did I ever become successful in my business? I don't freaking know. Right, right. You know, because right, right. <laughs> I was You're still in so it. That's lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's a war of attrition, It man. so is. Divorce, business, all of it. It's just do not quit. Yeah. Do not fucking quit. Yeah. And I noticed, I, I think this is helpful, like one thing a day that I could be like, okay, that's the left turn. That's the email I got from the old client who told me to hang on. Mm -hmm. That's my CPA. I remember my CPA being like, I'm older than you. I've seen a lot of people go through this, obviously. Mm -hmm. There's something on the other side if you can get get there. Mm -hmm. Like, hang tight. Mm -hmm. And that was one whole day of like, okay, this is my fucking accountant. Yeah. This is enough priest or a therapist. <laughs> like, okay, I'll listen. I remember that day being like, okay, I'm good for the day. Yeah. I'll, I'll hang my hat on that. So find the little ways to hang your hat. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what would you say is the greatest need for men in this day and age? Like what's the, the gap? What's the void that they're looking to? It's a, I, and I'm not trying to sell them what I do. It's a paradigm shift, yeah. right? Here's what it is. It's not an either or. Right. A masculine isn't weightlifting Navy SEAL. Right. And it's not vegan poet feminist. <laughs> it's somewhere in the middle right. where most guys go, it's the primal and the divine. Yeah. Get your ass back in the gym. Mm -hmm. Every guy needs to touch a piece of steel mm -hmm. if physically able to. Mm -hmm. You need a barbell. You need to do some yoga. You need to like this first, yeah. right? First, yeah. and then the divine, <clears throat> then the consciousness aspect. Are you meditating? Right. Are you reading books? Mm -hmm. Like how many of you people don't read books mm -hmm. or humans don't read books? Mm -hmm. What are you looking at time-wise? Yeah. What are you ingesting? Yeah. Is it all Netflix, football, and porn? Yeah. Well, then you're going to have a Netflix, football, and porn life. Yeah. So I think it's that, Johnny. It's the real, it's head, heart, balls. Yeah. Right? It's not just head. Right. Guys live here. Mm -hmm. we, we solve, this is like a chainsaw. It's great for cutting down trees. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you're like, I gotta get one. <laughs> yeah. And this is terrifying. Yeah. And this needs to be used skillfully. Yeah. Like that, I yeah. think, is the biggest problem. It's we're disintegrated, mm -hmm. and we need to be integrated. Mm -hmm.
Okay, I love it. Thank you. What have you given that? Yeah. How how would you give someone a practical look into your day, your daily habits? Sure. How do you live? Because it's so important to be living, obviously, with your coaching. Yeah. To be in integrity and, and be congruent, because that's what I'm all about too. It's like yeah, you gotta show up the way that you're yeah preaching. Yeah, for sure. What does your day look like? What are those things that you said? Okay, touch piece of, of steel every mm -hmm. single day. Do some type of activity using your something body. using your body. Right. Something. Whatever it is for, I don't care. And I don't mean to pigeonhole weightlifting, but like I wake up, go to the bathroom, do some breathing exercises, some like Wim Hof stuff, mm -hmm. make a cup of coffee. I throw on a pair of headphones mm -hmm. and I'm either listening to a voice recording that I've done yep. that's just like, hey, you can do this. Mm -hmm. You're awesome. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about X, Y, and Z. Remember this. Just I record a lot for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, a meditation immediately, 15, 20 minutes of just like, oh yeah this exists mm -hmm. it exists below here mm -hmm. and for me that's also like a martial arts practice mm -hmm. i want to be a ninja from the waist from the <clears throat> neck down and then i start working i actually write a bunch i'll journal some days cool. or just start creating my mission to the world mm -hmm. and then i work i mm -hmm. see clients i take coaching calls i make social media posts i do interviews yeah. uh interviews for podcasts create content right um Big, have calls with my own coaches right. I'm like hey here's what I'm struggling with eat really well mm -hmm. try to eat really well yeah. um, commune with friends get outside, get outside you know like sure. trying to just live mm -hmm. as this is the vision I wanted to wake up to yeah of I feel good I'm empowered I'm strong I'm celebrating my talents mm -hmm. at the end of the day I don't have anything anymore that I go god you know what I really want to do I don't like those days are done. Yeah. It's like, no, I want a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. So I'm, I'm writing. Yeah. I want to stand in front of 10,000 people and speak. Yeah. So I'm calling venues yeah. and working on the speech and practicing. Mm -hmm. I want to change the world. Okay, how am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. Full force. Right. You've gotten rid of all the, the like, oh, but that would mean people will see you and maybe they'll know about your Don't give a fuck. Yeah. So there's, there's just, <clears throat> it's just work and trying to make it sound, it may sound super fluffy, trying to make my day art. Right. Right? I love storytelling, I love writing, I love creating, I love working with people. Mm -hmm. And know that the central point, even if it sounds selfish, is I gotta be in shape, yeah. I gotta be healthy, yeah. I have to do here, yeah. I have to do some menial stuff, like I have to check my checking account, <laughs> I don't like that shit. Yeah. I like the discipline to be like, okay, yeah. making money, yeah. money's going out, oh, credit card, yeah. paying bills, yeah. and then big vision. Yeah. I'm touching a lot of that's in the voice note, of. Remember, this is gonna be a 20 acre property mm -hmm. with a teaching platform and a gym on it and this. Don't forget about that mm -hmm. because today we're working on stuff that's because you're answering emails and calling a tax attorney. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's busy and it's, there's so much, right? Because I'm traveling, because I'm speaking, you know it. Yeah. Because there's so many mediums of getting the message out. Right. Uh, it's training. It's rehearsal, mm -hmm. it's recovery, mm -hmm. and how do I make it as fun as possible? Mm -hmm. Who do I reach out to and go, God, I love your shit. Yeah. Can we get on a phone call? Yeah. Like, just fear, like, if they say no, okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, I love your shit. Yeah. Can we get on a phone call? Yeah. Just, there's no rules. <clears throat> I think that was the biggest help for me was just taking the lid off of, you can't do that. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Can I reach out to someone and ask him? I did two workshops this year, co-teaching, with people who I reached out to on Instagram yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Like, love your shit, yeah. love your message. Yeah. That's it, that was it. Yeah. And like, hey, I really like yours too. Cool, you wanna get a phone call? Yeah. Awesome, hey, and then building a relationship. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's my day. That's cool. Yeah. If, if someone's watching this and yeah. they are, you know, <clears throat> married, three kids deep, yeah. living in a concrete jungle, mm -hmm. no access to being outside, like it's, it's it's one thing to watch because we live in Colorado. Right, right, We're right. Both single, you right. know, if you will, or not married. Don't have you know no kids. Kids running around. <clears throat> it's it's yeah. a lot easier to to create that day when you don't have a whole lot of distractions right. Right, for right, us. Right. But like for people who might be watching, be like, dude, I'm so overwhelmed. What would be uh, one or two things that they could implement, you know, today? Sure. That would start to move the needle a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is in Way of the Superior Man that David Data says, if you won't give yourself one hour a day mm -hmm. 
for the thing that you're meant to do mm-hmm. or the thing that supports what you're meant to do, let it go because mm-hmm. you're never going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had this with, I've had married clients, plenty of married clients, plenty of clients with multi-million dollar businesses and multiple kids. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing at 4.30 in the morning? Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping. Not tomorrow. Yeah. Or, and I get it. Early, like you got three, I have one guy uh, who I was like, let's, one of the sections of my courses is your sex life. And he's like, three kids under five. <laughs> get back to me in two years. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 There may be a window that you're not doing this, but you're doing something. Right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we can say, is it an hour? I don't have an hour, bro. Okay, do you drive to work and back? Yeah. Okay, then you can listen to podcasts. For sure. You can listen to a book on tape. For sure. Or oh, I just dated myself. An audio. <laughs> <laughs> on cassette tape. Yeah, yeah. on cassette tape. On, on your walk, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. You can do something. And I think especially if you are married, enroll your partner. Yeah. Be a leader in your family. Yeah. And say, hey, guess what? Hun, I want us to have a better life. Mm-hmm. And so what do you think about a course this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, money's tight. Okay. Do you have a library card? Yeah. Everybody can get a fucking library card. Like maybe that's the 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 mentality. Yeah. Of all right, cool. I used to work security and was like six P to six A. Mm-hmm. And I would show up every night with either a book or uh and at that point it was audiobooks. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I have to sit here yeah. and make twelve dollars an hour, yeah. I'm gonna fucking read. Yeah. And guys would watch movies, guys would play video games, yeah. guys would fuck off. Yeah. It was like, no. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot in common in that regards. I, and I think too, I think that's just the <clears throat> like Tony Robbins talked about, the, the net time. No extra yeah. time. What could you be doing to enhance yeah. something that you're mind, mindlessly doing, washing dishes, right. driving the car, right. and listening to that book. And I think um, the one that I kind of referred to in one of my stories earlier today yeah. on Instagram was um, the book, the what is it, the giant leap. Uh, by Gay Hendricks, yeah, um, and just talking about how <clears throat> you got to got to be willing to to figure out what your passions are, you yeah. Know? And I just remember that when I was married and I was numb to the world and just kind of literally clocking in and clocking out, yeah. I, I didn't even know what my passions were. Yeah. So the idea of even leaving my job was like. Mm. I love that idea because I hate my job. Yeah. But what would I do? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm good at. Right. I know at least in that book, yeah. you know, the Big Leap, he has four questions to ask mm. that helps someone. If you want, you know, if you're yeah. thinking about that, get these types of books. Yeah. Get a coach, whatever, wherever you need to start, depending on your finances, everything else. Just start. Yeah. To Traver's point, like move the needle a little bit. Yeah. Right. I had a cl- I have a client who is. Re- this is so funny, and he doesn't mind me sharing this that it took four or five sessions before he was like, can I tell you what I really want to do? I was like, bro, yeah, like, this is why we're here, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you're, you're a good dude, you're, you're in integrity, you're not, a, he had a, a video game challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, what's underneath this? Mm-hmm. Cause you have three kids, mm-hmm. you have a wife, you have a is great a video job. video game addiction? Addiction, okay. multiple hours a day. Yeah. After the kids went to bed, it was like, from Game from up. nine to midnight or eight to midnight, he was gaming, uh, and he said, "I really want to write a novel." Yeah. And then, like his hand shook because now it was now it was out, mm-hmm. and so we got him to where he was writing an hour three times a week mm-hmm. before his kids got up. Mm-hmm. And what do you know? He just stopped playing video games. Mm-hmm. Right, that was the the numbing mm-hmm. of I want to, but and I'm not. Mm-hmm. This, I just got chills. Mm-hmm. The stifled expression that wanted to come out. So those of you listening, you got an hour, mm-hmm. right? You got two hours. If you don't, rearrange your life so that you do, yeah. right? Do you need, I had clients last year, Johnny, that were multiple thousands of dollars in debt. And the woman was saying, um, you know, last night we were up to like 2 a.m. watching TV in the bedroom. And I was like, you have a TV in your bedroom? Mm-hmm. You just told me you're multiple thousand. How many TVs do you have? Mm-hmm. Like we have five. First of all, you're selling four of them tomorrow yeah. and putting that money on your credit card yeah. and you're going and getting a goddamn library card. Because yeah. if you're that much in debt, why aren't you studying finance? Right. Why aren't you following like pers- the Mr. Magic Mr. Mustache website, that personal finance yeah. blog, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Do you not see? Yeah. Where you're going, oh, I can't. I don't have the time, energy, etc. Yeah. Then rearrange your environment. Yeah. Which is going back to your point, the the story of something that you've created that 
you believe is to be true. Yeah. It's just yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like the Byron Katie stuff, which is her turnaround. Right, right. That the question, work. Like, Do you know that to be absolutely true? Yeah. And it's such a great question because they, you will think like, oh yes, this is absolutely true, and it's yeah. not. And right. then you look at what's the opposite of what what else could be true, right? right. And I mean, her work is great, Byron Katie. Yeah. Check that out. The work. The work. Yeah. Um, so I guess in wrapping this up, I guess um, what would be what do you feel like is kind of keeping a lot of men from their hopes and dreams? I mean, gaming, okay, there's a lot of different vices that we're using to numb. Yeah. You know, and we're all, I'll do it too, where I'll just like, I just had to take the, the Netflix off of all of my devices. Right. Because I already sold my TV. Right. But that's still finding my way. Yeah. And I had to delete the app. Yeah. You know, so I'm not going to bed watching for an hour. Yeah. You know, so we all do those type of things. Yeah. And, and that some of it is... I guess okay. You yeah, know, to have some time to just veg of course, out. Of course, of course. <clears throat> so it's not like a hundred percent always on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I hope that's off. not coming across that yeah. like from five a.m. till midnight. You and I are like doing push-ups <laughs> or like writing journals yeah, or yeah. or this. Which is kind of like Gary Vee. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. That out there. Like you got to be working. Like I just don't like. I like to chill. There's a, a human bit. experience. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like yeah. lying on a hammock for an afternoon, yeah. going in nature. Is, is definitely a big piece. What I think is missing is a skillful expression of pain. Mm. So if we look at what is the, if video games, pot, porn, alcohol, uh, every numbing device experience, mm -hmm. uh, modality, I'm, I'm lost for the word, all of that are the branches of the tree. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we, we, we take a branch off, like, okay, no more drinking for January. Mm -hmm. And then something else pops up over here. Oh, but I'm gambling a lot. Mm -hmm. Get rid of gambling, but I'm <clears> jerking <throat> off six times a day. Okay, yeah. we get rid of porn, and then yeah. it's, oh, I'm, I'm doing something else. Right. We need to look at the roots. Yep. We need to look back and go, where was I hurt as a child? Mm -hmm. Where am I hurt as an adult? What am I disappointed in? Right. How many guys listening to this are gonna look around and go, this isn't what I wanted? I, how did I get here? Yeah. And some of that may even have to be getting over the fact that like I thought I was going to play for the Yankees. Yeah. And I didn't. And now I sell insurance. Yeah. Well, shit. And I got a, a wife and three kids in private school. Yeah. I'm stuck here. Yeah. One, you're not stuck, right? You can, you, at any time, you can change your life, yeah. even if you have kids. Two... Have you the the pain is like a uh, it's like a little nuclear reactor. Yeah, it's just throbbing in there. Yeah, and so guys, then they start drinking. Yeah, and then the drinking creates these problems. Right, and then we look at these problems and go, this is what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Oh, he he got a DUI. Mm -hmm. He yells at me when he's drunk. Mm -hmm. We're not looking at oh. His parents got divorced when he was six, and mm -hmm. he thinks it's his fault. Mm -hmm. Or we can do this all goddamn day. Mm -hmm. But until he addresses that, until he... And there's so much male trauma, yeah. right? We are sexually abused. We are assaulted. We are beaten. We are shamed. We are embarrassed. Mm -hmm. We have all kinds of things happen to us because we're human. Yeah. Perhaps not as much as... Or we'll just say differently than women because... <clears throat> we violate women, but we also violate each other. Mm -hmm. Our parents violate us. Grandparents. Mm -hmm. It's stuff happens that we don't address. <clears throat> and so I think when men can go to a safe place with other men, yeah. preferably, yeah. and go, hey, this thing happened to me, yeah. and skillfully get one, even just saying those words. Yeah. Right? I can't tell you how many times this past weekend in that group of men, I heard, this is the first time I've ever said this out loud. Mm. I've been in therapy for two years. Mm -hmm. I've been married for 20. Mm -hmm. I've never said these words out loud. Mm -hmm. That to me is, you're a potential school shooter. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. You're a potential alcoholic. You're probably an alcoholic. Yeah. Because you're living with that fucking thing sitting in there, yeah. just throbbing away. Or it's this dull ache yeah. that you've put so many layers on top of. Mm -hmm. That man, like you and I could be, we could be serial killers. We're divorced. Mm -hmm. Right? We could be heroin addicts. We're divorced. Mm -hmm. We could be alcoholics. We're divorced. Mm -hmm. We could be suicidal. We're divorced. Mm -hmm. But what do we do? We took the pain. 
and got rid of it, went yeah. to therapy, talked to people, yeah. wrote it, spoke it, yeah. created with it, yeah. cried it, yeah. even that. Like I spent nine months on my bathroom floor. Like every day, it was like, all right, 4 p.m., let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 4.20. Different meaning for 4.20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, was, it should have been sponsored by like Charmin toilet paper, you know? <laughs> but we got it out. Yeah. And so I think most men are like ticking time bombs, man. They're just walking around. Yeah. And guess who knows it? The women in their lives. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times my ex-wife like, are you sure you're okay? Yeah. I was like, I'm fucking fine. Yeah. I got a beer in my hand, a joint in the other hand. Yeah. The TV's on with no volume. There's music <laughs> on in the background. Facebook's on my phone. Yeah. I have a list of like business ideas that I'll do someday. Yeah. And as soon as she leaves, I'm going to go jerk off. Yeah. And it's like, of course, look at me. 10% body fat. Yeah, like, I'm fine. What could possibly be wrong in my life? Right. Leave me alone. Yeah. 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 That, I think, unexpressed pain. Yeah. I think that's... Pretty awesome, and I appreciate you, you just being so honest and vulnerable with it. And I think it's one of those things where, yeah, you know, it's, it's the it's the women or our our partners, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. significant others that really see it. But I think it's one of those things that when you said like, okay, I've got three kids, you know, right. even even people who have kids can make the change. My mind goes to like, because you have kids, you must change. You have to. Otherwise, all you're doing is paying it forward to the next generation. Definitely. You know, like I have, there's, I have four other siblings. And, yeah. You know, we're all working our way out of family dysfunction that I can see clearly came yeah. from Down my parents' place. family. Yeah. And you know, and the family just, before. Yeah. That. It's just, it's yeah. just generational bullshit. Right. 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 Shame and everything else that's and toxicity, if you will, just yeah. passed down. Yeah. So if you have kids, it's even more imperative. You know, I'm just so grateful to. To have figured my stuff out so that when I have kids, yeah. you know, in the near future, I'm yeah. gonna be such a better father. Me too. You know? Yeah. And I welcome that versus thank God they didn't come earlier. You yeah. Know? Otherwise they'd be taken on and working through stuff. I can't that I imagine if yeah. I'd had kids with my ex wife. Yeah. And we were pregnant. Yeah. Like that was the plan. It happened. It was yeah. it was going to happen. Yeah. And now going, Oh wow, thank God. Because yeah. as the man I am today. It would have been a radically different experience for that kid. Yeah. And for those of you listening with kids, let them be the inspiration. Yeah. There were a ton of guys at this workshop this past weekend who had kids. Yeah. And we're literally saying, like, my wife told me to be here, but I'm here for the kids. Mm-hmm. Because I know. Mm-hmm. Enough's enough. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not proud of I don't like the guy looking in the mirror. Yeah. And that means on some level they feel that. Yeah. Yeah. And fuck that shit. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. I see it as like, I'm, the kids are going to come and go. Right. You know, and you get to give them a blueprint for success yeah. or failure. Yeah. That's your legacy. Right. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm going to be with my woman right. for the rest of our living days. Right. You know, and she's my best friend. I, I'm also, I'm just as indebted to her as I am to the kids. Yeah. You know, because I'm doing life with her. Yeah. But like the kids are my legacy is the way that I see it. It's just as I... So I don't want people to think, oh, do it only for your kids. Right, right, you know, right. Of course. For of your course. for your significant other, yeah. you know, gay or straight, doesn't matter. It's doesn't like matter. It's all about being the best version of yourself that you can be. Yeah, and do it for just to be the guy. You know, I quit drinking four years ago. And a number of my friends have quit drinking since. And I never said it. Mm-hmm. Never was like, what are you doing? Is that a beer in your hand? Yeah. Literally, like, you want me to go get your beer? Yeah. Can I buy this round? I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And now a bunch of them have stopped. That's cool. And like, uh, just like you know with fitness, you get in shape, some like five people around you. You learn a new skill, five people around you. So for guys listening, people think leadership is, I have 10,000 guys behind me. I have a company behind me. I have this behind me. It's no. Guys are watching. Your kids are watching. Someone's watching you at all times. Reminds me of that saying that the rising tide lifts all boats. And I think that is as guys, you know, it's, it's us starting to, well, it's been, this work has been going on for a long time, mm-hmm. but you know, I think it's starting to become a, a tipping point. Yeah. There's a groundswell to it for sure. Yeah. And, it's, and it's time because we're, we're messing up, you know, or taking part in our, our side of things of, of divorces and yeah. crappy relationships and failed businesses yeah. and horrible health. And, you know, however it shows up in your life, it manifests itself. Yeah. It's time for for it to stop. Amen. You it's know? time. So, thank you. Thank you, man. This is so awesome. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, love it's you. really good stuff, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, check out Travers. Uh, I'll put the your information in the Beautiful. description on YouTube, on Facebook, wherever you're watching this, there'll be a way to connect with him. Yeah. Um, and so, feel free to, to like and subscribe to yeah. both of our stuff. 
and any questions for him or me, feel free to reach out. We'd love to chat. All right, take care. See you guys. And that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, I'd be honored if you'd share it on your favorite social platform. It also really helps to get the word out if you subscribe and leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Something you think we could be doing better? I love constructive feedback as it's always welcome. And please feel free to email me at podcast at johnnyking.com with any questions or concerns. I'm also available on Instagram at Johnny King or on Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been awesome. And we'll catch up with you next time. Peace. Peace.